Good morning. This is Glenn Andrews of Heroes and Kings. It is October 31st. Yes, it is Halloween. Uh, Heroes and Kings is me, Glenn Andrews, Elijah Brady, and Sydney Champagne. Uh, we're doing these short drops right now. I'm doing these short drops. They're doing them as well. Uh, and doing stuff on social media. So we kind of do it around Robin of just putting out our thoughts from uh, African-American heterosexual male perspective with all our different uh, variables in our life and how we're maintaining to be above the foolishness. Uh, I woke up with a thought today and it's something I saw and heard from from some individuals and few folks who are really in the motivation and inspiration field were asked questions of who do they follow or look up to or talk to or do anything like that. And it, it kind of threw me off a bit because the response that I heard was, I don't follow anyone. I don't listen to anyone. I don't do any do anything I just do my own thing based off my experience and my struggle and so on and so forth and this was from a bunch of different individuals however the the irony of it is going back into each one of them's history they did listen to other individuals they did take advice from some other folks they did uh just 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 they were being mentored either directly or indirectly so to say they don't listen to someone or follow someone or don't take that information in, it, it was really disingenuous. But for me, it, it's not a judgment. The individuals that I've listened to, they have great, great stuff that they say and put out and, 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 and trying to make you a better person, better man, better human being, better entrepreneur. But I've always been a... a individual who uses all my senses particularly particularly what I observe and what I hear and I, I've always had my brain has always operated like a digital tape of recording everything and maybe two months three months a year or it could be five years down the line if you do something different than what you said before my, my tape is running and my tape will stop and it, it, it make me pause to what you're saying at the moment so it's, it's almost as if I'm, I'm observing individuals saying something or doing something for the moment for clicks because it may fit the ego and heroes and kings is not on no ego trip this is not an ego trip. This all came about with me, DJ Do It All, Barry, and Elijah, and really me, DJ Do It All, and me. We were just sitting in the gym one day, and we were just talking about what is going on in the world, what is going on in the community, and in 2016, 2017, what is the state of the African-American man? And... And Barry being a DJ and being out and knowing several folks in the entertainment industry and me coming out of Morehouse and 
having a football and baseball background because I was on my way to USC um, and, and I'm from San Diego where we have five or six Heisman Trophy winners and and I grew up not too far from Lincoln High and no Marcus Allen and Damon Allen and the whole Lincoln we can call Lincoln High just a, a powerhouse of, of football back in the day as well as baseball and we thought, you know what? Let's 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 do this uh, podcast or broadcast, and just have these discussions where, you know, let brothers know they're not the only one with certain thoughts or or going down a certain path or see things a certain way, and it's good because I think there's a lot of discussion out there right now about where we are because, for the most part. Don't nobody in the world give a damn about black men but black men. And and I'll even challenge the thought that some black men don't even care about black men. And not because they want to feel that way. It's just been being bombarded with so much negativity from, from <laughs> prenatally through the mom, through birth, through everything in the education system and the environment and just what we consider positive and negative we consider light positive and we consider black negative and the only thing that's ever positive about black is when you're in the black financially and you can go google that too just just google the word black or google the word african-american and that even from a political standpoint has some has some weird vernacular as far as wording and so I don't want to get into that topic. That's that's a longer discussion. Really, what I want to say this morning is, before I had kids, definitely selfish, in a good way, definitely arrogant, definitely disciplined, always had a pattern about doing things, but kind of based on everybody say do the right thing or make sure you do a good job and be on time and so on and so forth. But then after having kids and for a child to walk up to you with something in pieces or even my wife, she'll, she'll over, over the years I've, I will be resting or working out or somewhere in the house or outside. And she'll come to me and say, Hey, the sink is leaking or the stove is not working or uh, her her hair dryer or hair curler, something up in the upstairs room, something is not working. And the first thought, the first, the very first thought is, you know what? I can fix it. I haven't even seen it. I don't even know what's going on. But instead of blowing my children off, and blowing my wife off and just ignoring her. And even my mom and dad, because they don't live too far from me, they can call me and say something is wrong. And literally in my mind, I already know it can be fixed. I don't know what where that thought process comes from, but I'm glad I have it. Uh, I think it's a combination of understanding the scientific Hypothesis: the five-step process, the five-step process of testing something. Uh, I think it's the the mechanical nature that my dad involved me and my brother in 
from the time we were from the time we could walk. You know, that there was two things, several things that that was part of our household early on. One, getting up early and making your bed. Two, if you use my dad's tools, clean them up and put them back the way you found them. Three, he showed us how to use everything. When we were like eight, nine years old, circular saws, drills, crescent wrenches, pliers, Phillips screwdrivers, Allen wrenches. At that time, everything wasn't so much metric. A lot of stuff was still standard. Uh, he had us. He was he was a drag racer. He was literally a, a semi. I'm gonna say professional drag racer. He was getting into it. Him and my uncles, but they just didn't have enough money and enough sponsorship. And going fast. When you go fast, you break shit and you gotta replace stuff. Plus having a job and kids. And this was me, my dad, my uncles as well. And so we we were around him fixing on things. With his army, his and I think it with him it comes from that army background as well as growing up in Jim Crow and growing up in Oklahoma, and so his experiences led to what he gave me and my brother as well as my mom. My mom has a work ethic that is just out of this world. You know, show up on time, show up early. Your lunch is an hour. Make your lunch fifty nine minutes. Do the job to the best of your abilities. Keep your mouth closed. Stay out of stay out of drama. Do not have folks bothering you while you're at work. Do not be having. And at that time, we didn't have cell phones. You know, you don't have all these phone calls and text messages coming in while you're at work. While you're at work, you get your job done. And that 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 build up of having the balance of a mom and dad teaching you responsibility. Uh, and then my dad with the whole mechanical thing and a can-do attitude, you know, how he built, we built a fence, you know, we went out to, back to a lumber yard and he measured, measured how much wood he need and paint and, and how many bags of nails at the time and, and had the saw and we, we built a fence around our house in San Diego. So, and these were things that he had us doing. He did it himself, but he had me and my brother as assistants, and we were no more than about eight, nine, ten years old, and we thought it was the greatest thing in the, in in the world. He had us cutting grass, you know. He had us washing cars. He had us uh, changing spark plugs and changing oils. For us, it was fun. But what he was teaching us was a a discipline, and a and a work ethic. And when he had stuff that he couldn't figure out, he also had us there as well because. Even if he couldn't figure it out, he would go get a book or manual, engine manual, transmission manual, or call someone and have them walk them, have them, have them walk him through how to fix whatever it is that needs to be repaired. And so even me, I have no problem jumping on Google, calling someone or asking someone, how does this work? And I'm taking down notes as they're telling me, you know, um, when I was in mortgage banking, working for a particular company that corporate offices in the West Coast, and uh, we're closing loans at the end of the month, and the system back then, we're talking ooh, 15, 20 years, almost 20 years ago, just before the internet was really getting going and everything was online, the system would go down, and I would call the tech guys in San Francisco, and they would walk me through the Cisco network and the router and being in the enterprise system and restarting everything. But little did they know, as they were telling me 
and telling me what I should do to unplug this, plug that, turn this off, turn this on. Uh, back then, it would go into like a DOS system and hit these prompts and commands. I was jotting down notes, and I literally had a a a binder for every kind of technical issue that our particular uh, our particular division bank would run into. So whenever we had a technical issue, if I had seen it before, I already knew what to do. That was the first thing. The second thing was okay. Anything that's man-made eventually will either run out, run down, or break. And so if it involves making money and and to keep working in this situ in this particular piece of equipment or whatever it is you need to do to make money, if it run down, break down, or stop and you can't make money, you gotta figure out how to either fix it or go to plan B. So I've always had a, a plan B or worst case scenario when things don't go the way they supposed to be so we can keep it moving. So I approach life like that. I approach what I do with my family like that. I approach my uh, opportunities like that. I approach this entrepreneurship, what we're doing with Heroes and Kings, what we're doing when we get ready to go out and start speaking. And what I will tell young men, you know, things are good. When things are going great, it's fantastic, you know. But if it's man-made, believe me, it eventually will break down or it may have a glitch. And do you are you prepared for that glitch? Are you prepared for when something breaks? And and you need to have something in place when that happens. And and that's hey, life breaks. Shit happens in life. Are you prepared for what could happen? You know, that could be about finances, that can be about your vehicle. That could be about if you get lost, that's like having insurance, that's like having triple A. That's not like having an emergency toolkit. That's like having a first aid kit because you know in in this in this world, what we say shit happens and and so it's it's I'm I'm sitting here thinking about all the times my my kids have come up to me and my son particularly and my daughter have brought stuff to me and it was either broken or it was a gift and I had to put it together. I mean, we one Christmas, I stayed up almost 24 hours putting together uh, some of those little electric battery-powered bicycles and drums and toys and whatnot. Had the tool set out there, and, and and I got it done, and I was following instructions, which a lot of cats don't like to follow instructions. I'm all about following the steps and instructions. I guess that's the MBA and the Six Sigma in me. But uh, they would just bring me stuff to fix, and my, and my son, he's the same way. Early on, we had him building robots and bionicles. Actually, he would bring them to me, and I would be sitting there building them and working on them and putting them together. And then it dawned on me, if I'm sitting here building it for him, how is he going to learn to build them as he gets older? So literally, when he was about five or six, and we were buying the bionicle Lego toys, we just turned them over. I said, you know what, Mason? Here, go ahead and look at the instructions because it's in pictures and go ahead and put it together. And the strange thing happened with that. Instead of him putting them together, some he would put together based on the schematics and the plans, but then there were others he would put together 
based on his customization. And so what that what it did, it began to let his mind think outside the box and be creative and fix something. And when it broke, he knew how to fix it. To this day, my son is building computers. He knows how to work on a car. Uh, he is handy. And I thank my dad for giving it to me. And it was just a light bulb that went on my head to let me not fix everything that my son break. Let me show him how. And the same as my daughter, too. She's very handy as well. She's technical. Anything with phones, laptops, surfaces, she know how to configure. And so as a matter of fact, I take my phone and give it to her and she'll do the apps and set up the she'll set up everything. And and that's the that's the beauty of. When someone brings something to you and instead of saying you can't, you already in your mind, I can fix this, I can do this. And so last night have a have a little small leak in the kids' bathroom and I was tired, but I got up. My wife told me about it because she I think my got my one of my in laws stand here. And the moment she said it was leaking, I knew based on just my mechanical experience and working on plumbing and different things in the house, it can only be one or two things. And oddly enough, it wasn't the the pipe that was leaking, it was actually the uh, water trap, a little piece that had just just aged. So I'm gonna replace that. But it just it's 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 a weird thought in my mind that no matter what breaks, what someone brings to me, my first thought is, you know what, I can't do this. Now nah, my first thought is, I can't do this. I can't fix this. I can't fix this. I can fix anything. I can repair anything, and that's truly, truly, some some arrogant alpha shit. It's truly some heroes and kings shit. But I think some women sadly have had to embrace that because they don't have a man around. But with heroes and kings, we're gonna start putting it out that uh, got to get mechanical. You can do it. You can fix anything. You can repair anything. Anything built by man has a plan, has a schematics. And now we even have Google and YouTube. So if it's broken, you can fix it. So when when your kids or your wife or your significant other comes to you with something broke, don't look at it as, I can't do this or I can't figure it out. Even if you, matter of fact, even if you can't, figure it out yeah you can you can figure it out you jump on google real quick you jump on youtube real quick and if it's something that involves a special tool then you go get that special tool because that's another part of repair don't try to repair something that asks for a a flathead screwdriver and you're doing it with a, a a broken butter knife sometimes you can get away with 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 using something for another purpose other than what it was designed for but sometimes something that is broke has a specific tool and has specificity and you need to go and purchase the tool for that particular situation and that way that makes the job quality so just wanted to put that on y'all this morning uh when 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 there will be individuals that will 
approach you, come to you, if you consider yourself a go-to person, uh, a person to go to, and they will come to you and they will say, hey, can you fix this? Can you repair this? And, you know, for me, <laughs> that answer is always yes. So this is Heroes and Kings, Glenn Andrews, repping Sidney Champagne, Elijah Brady. Uh, shit break. Anything man-made will break. But when it come time to get something done, get it fixed, sometimes you got to get the right tool, but it can be done. It could always be done. You either fix and or replace. Glenn Andrews, Heroes and Kings, signing out.